Hi everyone, we're Gabby, Karim, and Jules, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Last season, we took you behind the scenes of some of our mock MMI stations. So we've talked about the GAMSA and we've talked about the interview. So now on to the next step. This season, we're talking all things getting ready for med school. We will be running you through what a day in the life of a medical student looks like, what study techniques to know about, what your career is going to look like, and much more. So So stay stay tuned tuned and get get ready to get get med ready. ready. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's Gabby here. And on today's episode of the podcast, I sit down with the lovely Emily. Emily tells us all about her journey into medicine and how she was a little bit apprehensive when she got her offer to study medicine rurally, but now she's changed her mind. She also gives us some great tips about how to join different clubs and societies in med school. It's a really great interview. I enjoyed sitting down with her and having this chat, so I hope you enjoy it too. But before we get into it, I will just do an acknowledgement of country. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which I am editing this podcast today, which is Yorta Yorta Land. I would like to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging, and also pay my respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening today. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. So I am joined today by the lovely Emily. Thanks for joining me, Emily. How are you today? Good. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks for having me. No problem. Emily and I are quite good friends from uni and are actually living together next year. Um, so it's good to actually this year now, this year. Yeah, yeah, this year. <laughs> so it's good to have you on here, Em. Um, did you just want to start off by telling us a little bit about your med journey? Uh, yeah, so I'm currently at um, Uni Mal and I'll be starting second year med this year. Um, I went to school just like high school in regional Victoria Um, and then out of that I did a Bachelor of Science at the University of Melbourne Um, and I was lucky enough to yeah I sat the game side a couple of times um, lucky enough to get an interview at Melbourne um, and then I got into Melbourne right away and yeah I had my first year there last year so pretty unremarkable journey Um, but yeah (laughs) yeah great and sort of tell us a little bit about once you got into med um sort of what your expectations were and um how it did or didn't go your way yeah so um I live in regional Victoria so I grew up there and I've lived there my whole life um and when I got into med um I kind of saw that as a really good opportunity to leave regional Vic because I'd kind of came to resent living there because of all like the inconveniences and how hard it was to like access things and get to uni and like even socialize and things like that. Um, So when I got into med, I thought, oh, this is great. Like I'll have an excuse to move out of home and move into the big city. Um, So when I put in my preferences for what clinical school I wanted to go to, um, you know, in a heartbeat, uh, preference number one was like Inner East Regional, uh, Inner East Metro. So like hospital was like, Royal Melbourne, St. Vincent's um, and then my last preference was like rural clinical school. Um, So at the time when I was entering my placement because I'd put rural last it hadn't even occurred to me that that would even be an option Um, and I was like super excited about yeah moving into the city and things like that. Um, Yeah and up until this point my whole like med journey yeah like I said was pretty unremarkable and everything had sort of gone my way. Um, so I remember I was, it was a few hours before my third year anatomy exam, which I was already, already pretty stressed out about. 
Um, and I get an email from the medical school saying like, oh, congratulations, um, you've been placed in the rural clinical school for your placement. And I was kind of like, oh my God, like at the time, it just felt like it was the absolute um, end of the world. Just because I'd preferenced it last, it wasn't even on my radar. I was so excited about moving out of regional Victoria um, and into the city. Um, and yeah, that's when I kind of thought, oh, med hadn't gone my way. Um, I just thought like worst case scenario, I wasn't going to get all these like clinical exposures. I'm going to be stuck in whoop whoop in like a really small hospital. Um, and I was just really negative about it at the start. Um, so yeah, that was the point where my medical journey didn't really go my way. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something a lot of students that get placed rurally sort of have that those feelings of um, apprehension at the beginning and sort of hesitancy. And there's this idea that rural placement is worse than metro placement as well. Like you get less exposures mm. maybe and things like that. So I think that's a common feeling that lots of students feel. Um, even though you haven't started placement in rural Vic yet, how are you feeling about it now? Yeah, well, throughout the year, um, I've really come to like flip my whole mindset um, just through like talking to other students who are also in the same boat as me um, and are actually really excited about um, having a rural placement and being in regional Victoria. Um, yeah, like everyone I speak to talks about how rural placement is kind of everything that you want placement to be. It's really more like hands-on learning and you get so many more clinical experiences and like closer mentorship just because you are in like a smaller team in your rural setting. Um, so yeah, now I'm just really excited about it. And even like throughout the year, being able to um, be exposed to more about what practicing rural medicine actually is and the opportunities that are out there. Like I'm to the point now where as a career pathway, I would really consider practicing rurally. So I've done like a whole... 180 like, <laughs> come the whole way around to get really be excited about rural medicine and rural placement yeah wow and haven't even stepped foot in Shep Hospital yet um yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure it's going to be great I'm so excited for Shep it's yeah it's really I think it's easy for us to be excited about it because so many of our friends are placed rurally as well mm. um and yeah the more you do talk to people about it and past students as well older students who have um, you know, had placement in a rural environment as well as metro. There's lots of variation out there. And I think if you can get the opportunity to do both um, and be placed in both, why not um, fully immerse yourself in it? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I would like to talk to you about on here is um, you're always really busy and involved with clubs at Uni Melb. Um, this is something lots of students reach out and ask us questions about, like how to get involved, um, which clubs are best. Did you want to sort of um, tell us a little bit more about your involvement in the clubs? Yeah, so um, part of my 180 flip to loving rural <laughs> um, placement and rural medicine is that um, this year I'm sort of like a co-chair with my partner Jazz for the Move and Health Club at Melbourne Uni. Um, so basically it's like the Rural Medical Students Club um, and we're a branch, branch of Outlook, uh, which is the Rural Health Club, which encompasses like all the allied health as well. So if you're at Melbourne Uni, get involved. Um, yeah, like, uh, so I just sort of, started the role sort of the end of last year. Um, it's sort of, yeah, we represent all the rural 
um, medical students. Um, so it's kind of a student advocacy role and also like a rural health advocacy role where we try and do things um, within the community to sort of promote health and yeah, just get involved and really integrate ourselves in the community as medical students. Mm, yeah, it's such a great club that one and it really it's really good support for students as well. Definitely something to look into if you're a listener and you're, you've got a rural placement um, or you're yeah, placed in the rural clinical schools, definitely look into them. Um, and yeah, clubs are a great way to make friends as well and embrace that rural journey as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'd really gotten into it because um, basically I just met so many good people who are part of the rural clinical school. Um, and made so many amazing friends and I was just like I want to represent you guys like you guys are the best we're going to make the most of this opportunity um, and yeah I was lucky enough to get it with jazz so I'm really excited for the year ahead yes and you get to organize our rural ball which is so exciting yeah I'm a bit scared because of COVID and everything this year I never even got to go to rural ball so I'm going to be organizing this thing I've never seen yeah um, but I'll still hype it up just the same so yeah definitely it'll be great yeah. <laughs> And one thing that I'm very passionate about, um, and I think you've got a passion for as well, is making studying medicine more accessible um, for students who, who don't live right next door to a university, who may live, you know, in regional or rural or very remote areas. Um, and what's something that you think can make studying, studying medicine more accessible for these groups of people? Um, yeah, so I'll give you a bit of my own story about how inaccessible <laughs> uni sort of seemed for me for a while. Um, so yeah, I do live in regional Victoria, but it's not that far out of the city. So it's like possible to commute and it's like sort of not worthwhile moving, but it kind of is because it's a massive drain to commute all the time. Mm. Um, so when I started uni, like when I started med this year, just because the contact hours were so heavy. Um, yeah, I was basically just killing myself on the V-line every day. I'd spend a total of three hours a day on the train and with nine to five um, classes for med, it was just absolutely insane. And I was so drained. Um, so I understand how inaccessible, yeah, uni and medicine can feel as a rural or regional student. Um, yeah, I think you just got to make the most of what you have. Um, use your time on the train. Um, use a lot of like online resources and um, speak to your friends. Online forums like Paging Doctor if you're trying to get into med. Because, um, yeah, like when I was at school, I didn't really feel like um, I was overly supported in like pursuing a career, whether it was in like science or medicine, just because the information and exposures weren't out there. Um, and like my family isn't health orientated. I'm kind of the black sheep who studies science and doing med. They're all kind of like finance background. Mm -hmm. so I really didn't have any information. Um, but yeah, the Internet's great. Go on all your forums. Um, speak mm -hmm. to your friends. Um, yeah, get people who are sort of in the same path as you and figure things out together. Um, but yeah, you just got to make do with what you got, um, make do with the opportunities and just keep pushing. You might have to be a bit more like hardworking or persistent to get where you want to be, but you can do it. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great advice. And often people are a bit sort of scared to reach out and ask for help or message someone that they don't know to ask questions. Um, but I've messaged so many people that was probably awkward to message and I've never been told to go away. Um, the like the worst thing that could happen is that they don't reply to you, which is no loss. Yeah, um, seriously. 
yeah like I relied on all my friends to like carry me through the whole med process because <laughs> I just didn't know what was going on mm. and like you know oh like when is the gun sat how many times do I have to sit it like when is the appropriate time to sit it so that I leave myself time to actually get in like mm. that stuff I just hadn't heard of you know not many people at school had really taken that path mm. so yeah I really did rely on other people to get that information yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that time on the train is really perfect to answer those questions <laughs> and listen to our podcast where we will answer them for you. Yeah, listen to the podcast if you're on the V line like myself. <laughs> perfect time for it. <laughs> and and going on from that, um, lots of students, um, you know, pursuing medicine or um, already in medicine don't know a lot about rural and remote healthcare if they weren't sort of living in those areas. So what's one thing that you want listeners to know about rural and remote healthcare? Yeah, um, so there's a couple of things. Um, the first thing is just a like sort of a side point, but um, I was talking to a friend who was in the same boat as me going to a rural placement um, and had grown up in really rural um, Victoria. And they just kind of pointed out the fact that like, we're studying for seven years to become doctors like why not practice somewhere where the people need you um, and I think when I had that conversation with a friend I just kind of thought like wow that is so true why would I want to go where there's so many other doctors like I want to go to communities and people that actually need the the health care there um, and then yeah just like as a medical student no one's asking you to like commit the rest of your life away to working in Whoop Whoop in some super remote rural community um, like at the moment, like all we're saying is just, just sort of be open to it, give it a go. And the whole like remoteness of rural healthcare, it's more of a spectrum. So yes, like there is really remote communities in Whoop Whoop, but there's also really big regional cities and you can find anywhere along that sort of spectrum of remoteness where you might enjoy practicing medicine. Um, so yeah, that's what I'd say to listeners, just be open to it. No one's asking you to commit your life away to living in Wolfburg, but I'm sure there's somewhere along that spectrum where you can sort of find your niche and like have a really fulfilling career. Mm, yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. Like if you get placed rurally, embrace it. And if you don't, try to get some sort of placement or experience there. Like the John Flynn placement program mm. is great for students who are metro placed but want a little bit of exposure um, out in the country. So make sure you look that one up as well. Yeah, definitely. But thank you for that, Em, and thanks for sharing all of your knowledge and experience. I'm sure the listeners will gain something from this. Um, but if students do want to reach out to you and ask you any questions, how can they find you? Um, well, if you're at Melbourne Uni, you can email me through like Move and Health or Outlook. Um, so we're on Facebook for that. Otherwise, you can probably just find me on Facebook. Um, yeah, and shoot me a message. I'm really open to helping anyone who's from regional rural Victoria or if you're from metro area being thrown into a rural clinical placement um, and just sort of need a chat, um, yeah, I'm really open to it and hopefully I can change your mind about being placed rurally like I changed my own. Yes, so lovely. Thank you. And I'll pop all of Emily's details in the show notes below if you'd like to reach out to her. Uh, you can always reach out to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast or Highlight to Health if you have any questions also. Thank you for that, Emily. Thanks for joining today. I've really enjoyed our chat and I'm sure the listeners have as well. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Gabby. I hope I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. Thank you. Thanks. 
Hey everyone, just letting you all know that our GAMSAT mock exams are back. They are the most affordable mock exam packages in Australia, and they're very well reviewed by our students. So if you want some extra GAMSAT practice resources, check out the link in the show notes to find out more. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share, and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.